Then my college coach, when I got to school, he has some, I guess you call them like old-fashioned views about golf fitness. And then there's kind of a new wave, a new school. It's like, no man, we need to do like power movements. We need to be doing weightlifting. We need to be doing explosive movements. We need to be training speed. My, my resting metabolic rate isn't, it's not crazy fast. It's above normal by a little, but it's not crazy fast. But I'm just so active throughout the day, whether it's swinging a golf club or coming here to work out or whatever, I'm on my feet for 12 hours a day. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I'm excited to introduce to you today Michael Whitehead. Michael is a professional golfer who works out here at College Station CrossFit, and he is going to share his story. It's got a ton of really cool, uh, interesting things that you probably had no idea about, Michael. Hope you enjoy. I am Michael Whitehead. We, uh, My wife is Coach Jordan. We've been at College Station CrossFit for... I think it was last February, so now a little over a year. Um, I'm a competitive golfer, professional golfer. I travel and play golf full time, and that is what I do. How old are you, Michael? 29, from Houston, Texas. How long have you been playing golf? I picked up golf at uh, around 13 years old. Grew up playing baseball, basketball, gymnastics, tennis, swimming, everything but but football, uh, and was looking for something new and ended up kind of finding golf randomly. Nobody in my family has played golf really all the way through and picked it up, was good at it, loved it, and ended up with a scholarship to Rice University and now keep on playing. So you went, what years were you at Rice? 2007 through 2011. Okay, and then after that, did you just figure out like, man, there's nothing else to do that I think I could excel at or was like golf just the... No, it was... um, it was something that kind of became clear through the course of my college career um, that I was really good at and that I had a pretty decent chance of, of being a good professional. Um, it wasn't actually my first choice coming out of school. I was actually kind of thinking of going into some sort of ministry, um, not necessarily preaching, but some sort of sports ministry was something that I was intrigued by. Uh, an FCA or a, you know, there's something called a college golf fellowship which is a, a golf ministry and so I, something along those lines was something I was a little bit more interested in but then through the course of kind of college and prayer and thinking and, and whatever it kind of became clear that golf was something that I needed to do um, and so I turned pro immediately after school ended up in my first professional event as the U.S. Open uh, qualified into that and kind of took off from there so wow so like for you know that i i know we're gonna get it to your fitness journey at some point but i think you know that's a area i don't know a lot about it people don't probably most people listening don't know a lot about how you become a golf pro so can you talk a little bit about that uh, you said it was very clear that that's where you needed to go you were really good so how does somebody become a golf pro so to be a professional golfer, not a not a club pro or whatever, but somebody that goes and plays tournaments for money, all you have to do is say, I'm going to accept the money that I win. You go sign up for a tournament, you go pay your entry fee, you go play the tournament, and you go, I'm going to accept the money that I win, if I win any money. And then you're a professional golfer. Uh, if you don't accept the money, you're still an amateur golfer. You can play a certain kind of tournament, but if you accept the money, you become a professional, and you can only play professional events. So 
you could do it today if you wanted to become a professional golfer. I probably wouldn't be accepting does, much does, money. <laughs> doesn't mean you'd win any money, but you could do it. Anybody could do it um, just as far as becoming a professional, but like actually being good at it and getting into bigger tournaments, web.com events, PGA Tour events, US Opens, you have to be pretty good at it. So that was something that I, that became clear kind of through school. I ended up playing in a few professional events while in college qualifying for some of those or whatever and competing very well as an amateur as a college student and I kind of was like I think I think I need to give it a try uh, and then my first couple of years right out of the gate it was very clear that I was very good at it so so now you're six years in you're still doing it yep, which I can it. it's almost like starting a business you know like mm-hmm. they say the the most what is it five years most small businesses nine out of ten fail in yep. the first five years I could probably even see that true for going pro very much so a lot of my friends don't even make it two years start so out six years pretty impressive you're still doing it still love it yeah it's not um, it hasn't been as successful as I dreamed it would be right out of the gate but it's been a very successful professional career if it ended today I could look back on it and go, I've, I've won professional golf tournaments, I've made money, I've chased the dream, I've done everything I've wanted to do. Um, not everything I wanted to do, but I did what I, what I did very well. Yeah, well that's cool and hopefully as we go through this interview and kind of talk about your fitness journey, we'll get a little bit more about the pro golf life and what that looks like. So take me back, you know, you're a very active guy you just crushed this workout today. <laughs> um, so f- you have a whole being a pro golfer and, and also very physically fit. Like, has fitness just been a part of your life, your whole life? Has it always just come naturally to you? Um, yes and no. I've always been active. Uh, I grew up. Um, Mom tells a story. When I was two years old, I was hitting wadded up paper balls with a ruler. Like it just always was kind of sports related, and always very active. Uh, and fitness was always, it was always a part of the sport. It was never like I just really enjoyed fitness. I didn't really, like, I wasn't naturally inclined to the weight room or wasn't really, I didn't really have a propensity to go and just do fitness. But it was like, I want to be good at baseball or I want to be good at basketball and I know you need to work out or I know you need to run or I know you need to train to be good at a sport. So sports has been your thing. Sports has been my thing. Just high, highly active. It was always like uh, I was homeschooled growing up. My brother and I were both homeschooled, and he's two years younger than me. But we were both we were both athletes, and so everything was always a competition, and everything was always a sport. Whether it was shooting hoops in the driveway or jumping on the trampoline, we'd come up with a game, or it was knee tennis in the living room, or something like that with a balloon or, or whatever. So it was always competitive, and it was always active. And fitness, as I've kind of learned more about fitness, it was never like, oh, I just want to be fit. It was more like I need to be better at my sport, so I'm doing fitness because it's part of the discipline of being better. At what age did you start in the weight room to complement your sport or really take working out serious? It would have been late high school um, was really the first time I started lifting weights. I had committed to Rice University to play golf and uh, kind of became apparent that I needed to get stronger. I was about to go into a new level, longer courses, bigger bigger hitters and everything. I was like, I kind of need to get stronger. And so that's really when I kind of first got into weightlifting. Um, I think I was working out at a Velocity Sports Performance or, or whatever it's called. 
And so that's really where I kind of first started lifting weights. And I put on some weight and got real strong. And by the time I went to college, I was up to like 145, which was big for me at that time. And uh, then my college coach, when I got to school, he had has some, I guess you call them like old fashioned views about golf fitness. Um, there's kind of two schools of thought. One is that you should just stretch and just try to keep your muscles as lean and as elongated as you possibly can. And then there's kind of a new wave, a new school. that's like, no man, we need to do like power movements. We need to be doing weightlifting. We need to be doing explosive movements. We need to be training speed and power and just overall general stability and fitness. And so he's very much, my college coach was very much in the older category. So our school workouts, our team workouts were running, stretching, some med ball stuff or whatever. Um, and I ended up losing all the weight that I had put on going into school. I dropped, you know, the freshman 15, I went like the opposite 15. <laughs> I went from like 145 down to like 129 or something like that by the end of my freshman year. It just running, we were running stairs, running stadiums, running around the campus, whatever, just running. And so I ended up losing a bunch of weight. And then it was through the rest of kind of college that I was pretty light, pretty small, ended up putting on a little bit more weight, but I never really got back to where I was entering school. And I ended up being a lot weaker for So weight translates to more power in your sport? Sometimes. Uh, It definitely definitely helps more, just muscle size, muscle speed, whatever. so in 2007, you were a freshman. Mm-hmm. 2008, I actually went through a program called Titleist Performance Institute. Yeah. Are you familiar yeah, with it? TPI. So I was TPI certified, or I am TPI certified, um, and actually learned, went through their education course, uh, traveled to Austin for that, and then in 2010, went to Oceanside, California, which is where their headquarters is. Right. Oh my goodness, like this facility Sick, right? is amazing. And I met a trainer out there. Uh, I want to say his name was Milo or somebody who, who basically only trains youth golf mm. uh, athletes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were coming from San Diego. He had some girls in the world championships, you know. But it really opened my eyes to how big and uh, grand this golf fitness opportunity is, you know, and for me, I, I, I didn't, I didn't call that, I didn't think that was my niche. I didn't really try to focus on just helping golf athletes, but, um, I realized that man, working out is vital to the golf athlete. You know, I understand, I, I know how to help a golf athlete and I know that, um, working out in the weight room can benefit them and how to help them. Um, but a lot of them don't, you know, and, and at this time, I don't remember exactly when Tiger Woods was kind of coming on or really in his prime, uh, maybe you know, but he was really big and instrumental in introducing this idea of like a golf athlete working out because that dude was hitting the weight room every day. Big time. Yeah. So give me a little bit about kind of your, your college athlete. So at Rice, great big school, you know, um, competitive athlete. Your coaches weren't huge on this fitness, and and so um, knowing what you know now, like how much, how instrumental is working out in the weight room going to translate into your professional career? Um, as far as like golf swing or golf, golf, golf game everything, or whatever. yeah. How does working um, out help the golf game? Well, it, it's the same as 
it's the same as life. It ultimately kind of makes everything better. Everything functions better. I ended up working with a TPI certified um, strength and conditioning coach for a, a year or two, kind of back in like 2013, 2014, really worked very diligently with him. Um, and it was, it was amazing by kind of going through an analysis and figuring out what your deficiencies are, whether, you know, I had inflexible shoulders or, you know, whatever it might be by kind of working to eliminate those deficiencies, like the whole rest of the golf swing got much better. Like I didn't even have to work on golf swing. Like I just worked on the parts of my body that weren't working properly or were weaknesses in comparison to other parts of my body and all of it got better. And so that, that to me really cemented the idea that fitness in golf was something to always work on. Maybe you didn't need a 500 pound deadlift, but you needed to be able to deadlift. You needed to be able to overhead squat. You needed to be able to do certain movements just to make sure that you weren't deficient in any area or something like that. And so like, there's probably some guys listening, you know, and most people are recreational golfers you know mm-hmm. it's it's hobby they you know they go out once a week that's crossfit eat. for me it's, yeah yeah so these guys that are listening um that maybe don't work out as much that maybe you know hey i'd much rather go out and play golf i'll probably hit balls you know two three times a week for 45 minutes to an hour but man don't ask me to go in the gym because one i don't know what to do Two, I'm more sore when I work out, which affects my golf game. Like, what do you say to that kind of audience, that person? Um, they're just they're just not informed. They they're just they're lacking information. Being able to move properly, um, functional movements, being able to do things efficiently and effectively, just makes everything better. Whether it's walking a golf course, I now just from being fitter, I carry myself taller, it's easier to walk 18 holes, it's easier to just be out for eight hours at a time or whatever uh, for a full practice day or something like that. It's just the soreness, you get less sore. We, we know you work out more, you get less sore. And so it's not, the soreness will go, it'll fade in time. But just being able to move well um, makes everything so much better. Yeah, that's awesome. And so so take me back to uh, high or college fitness and tell me about this TPI trainer. So 2013, I guess that would be kind of the next point in your fitness journey. So yeah. that's the end of your college career? Yeah, so I finished college in 2011. Um, four years of all over the map kind of fitness. A couple of the years were running. One of the years my coach decided we did need to lift weights and we ended up working out with a football trainer from the school and doing strongman type workouts and then the fourth and final year we affectionately called it stretch and skip like we showed up at six in the morning to stretch and do skipping exercises or something like that which is a college student lacking on sleep when you're forced to wake up at five in the morning to go stretch you're kind of like come on coach Hmm. um so anyway towards the end of school when i had decided i was going to turn pro um I was like, all right, like I need to get my stuff together. I need to figure out exactly what I need to be doing. And part of that is fitness. I need to figure out all these other pieces or whatever. But one of the pieces that I know is fitness. I need to do fitness. And so whether I do that just by myself or I find a trainer or I whatever, you know, I need to be doing fitness. And so I kind of worked, bounced around a little bit, worked with one personal trainer, kind of found another guy here and there. 
and always was trying to learn, didn't really know very much. Jordan wasn't as uh, studied as she is now. And so we were just trying to figure out what is good golf fitness and never really got a very clear answer until I stumbled upon a guy in 2013, a TPI guy. I think he was level two or something like that, TPI certified. And he really taught me what golf fitness was, or at least kind of the base of what golf fitness is. Um, and so I worked with him for a year or two and really fell in love with fitness. Not only golf fitness, but just fitness in general. Uh, we were doing all sorts of golf specific exercises and whatever, but we also would just kind of have fun. We'd see what we could do flipping tires or we could see what we were, we could do squatting or bench press or something like that. Some stuff that I was like, this is just really fun. Uh, really, really fun to just get in here and be active and get stronger and then show up a week later and do the same thing and find it easier, find it more, you know, could do it better or more efficiently or whatever. Uh, so he really instilled in me and, and helped me kind of fall in love with fitness in general. And really after we moved to College Station, um, we, well, we kind of discovered CrossFit before we moved to College Station, but through kind of CrossFit and this guy, it was like, I just really enjoy fitness. And it kind of became my hobby, if you will. And it's a good hobby because it also helps Oh, yeah. Golf. It goes right in line with, with <laughs> it, what you do for a living. Perfect. So, for, so, so what were some of the things that you could tell in that couple years when you were really focused on training with this guy and kind of falling in love with fitness? Like... What were some of the things that you, without a doubt, can say were, how was it positively impacting your game? Uh, one, the kind of some of the swing fall, flaws I had um, as we were kind of eliminating deficiency after deficiency, like my swing positions got better and better. I could get into better positions in my golf swing. So that was, that was one, a very nice positive <laughs> impact. And then two, I was, I was hitting it further. Um, of course, every, everybody wants to hit it further, and when you lift more weight, you get stronger, and when you're get, getting stronger, you can typically hit it further. So that was kind of one really fun thing, was to be um, getting stronger and hitting it further past guys way bigger than me, uh, to the point where they're kind of like, what are you doing? Like, what are, what are you doing to be hitting it further than me now, since I'm 6'1", 200 pounds, or, or whatever? Um, and I've never hit it super short, even though God made me small, he made me fast. My, my muscles work fast. And so that's a part of the equation to hit the golf ball far is just speed. Um, but through fitness, I hit it further. And that's I could, awesome. whenever I'd kind of step on one, I could really get another 10 yards out of it or something like that. So what's a fun. typical drive for you on a you know par four, par five? Which... I'll, I'll carry my driver anywhere from 280 to 290 something like that like if i'm striking and that's it, straight pretty straight <laughs> not, not as straight as i want all yeah. the time but pretty straight uh, okay so then crossfit where did you actually find crossfit in houston um a place called crossfit 1525 uh jordan had kind of discovered it i don't know on youtube or one of her friends or something she actually ended up dropping in here um Nichols? Uh, oh, yeah, Jacob and Alex. Alex. Alex Nichols yeah. was a friend of hers. And she ended up dropping in one time here, and she said she did some workout with wall wall med ball cleans and bench press. And so she did something. She was like, I've never been this sore, and I love it. Like, 
I gotta do it. And so we ended up doing it just kind of, or she ended up doing it at just kind of a regular Globo gym. Um, and was like, you gotta try this. And I'm like, no, no, like golfers don't do CrossFit. Like we, we don't do CrossFit. Uh, but eventually kind of more and more that I watched her, I was like, let me just looks like body weight stuff and running and wall balls and just kind of stuff that doesn't look super crazy or, or dangerous. And so I ended up kind of doing a couple of the workouts and we ended up liking it a lot. And we ended up joining a gym called CrossFit 1525 in Houston. Uh, in the midst of traveling, we were playing in Canada that summer. And so we were out of town a whole bunch. We were in Canada for the summer competing on, on PGA Tour Canada. Um, but whenever we'd come back to Houston, we'd kind of drop in and, and do CrossFit workouts. And the lady was really kind and let us kind of lift weights on the sides and stuff like that if we needed to do something else more golf specific or whatever. But that's kind of where we started. And then when we came here would be kind of what I would consider our, our real start in CrossFit. So what brought you guys to College Station? Jordan's job. Okay. Working with um, Dr. Bram Hall over at Central Texas Sports Medicine. Okay, and then that was, when did y'all move to College Station? February 2016, Yeah, more or less. Yeah, um, and okay, and then she is now working in the core performance. Opened up core performance and wellness uh, over there in January. Do or you so. use any of the services over there? Have you? Absolutely, d- yeah? I've, I've done the, the RMR, the basal, basic metabolic rate, make sure I know how many calories I need to consume so I can stay properly hydrated and, and fueled up on the golf course and everything, the DEXA scan, get my body composition, um, make sure I'm not imbalanced from swinging one direction the whole day, make sure I've got balanced muscles, legs, yeah. arms, torso, whatever. So And what, so talk a little bit about your nutrition because I imagine you're somebody who burns through I'll, everything you eat, you're so active, so what is your diet like? So uh, I met with a nutritionist in college because college golf, works to where you condense a tournament into two days so you play 36 holes on monday and 18 holes on tuesday plus practice round or two beforehand or whatever so you're playing a lot of golf and you're walking it all and the nutritionist told me after looking at my numbers and and getting a, a bod pod or whatever she was like eat whatever you want whenever you want at any time like whatever it didn't matter i was like five percent body fat and she was like literally it doesn't matter just eat it eat it all so I kind of lived by that for a while after that, um, much to Jordan's not happiness. <laughs> um, but I would pretty much eat anything at any, at any time. Um, and then I got injured at the end of 2014, hurt my back really bad and had to sit out for a few months. And then that was the first time I kind of noticed I wasn't burning as, as fast as I normally did. And I was like, okay, like maybe we need to like not eat burgers every day or something like that and so luckily for me Jordan has become infatuated with with nutrition and fitness and she really is kind of my teacher my my nutritionist and so she kind of helps me understand what I need to eat and how much to eat and when to eat it and, and everything like that and so when I recently did my my RMR my my resting metabolic rate isn't it's not crazy fast. It's above normal by a little, but it's not crazy fast. But I'm just so active throughout the day, whether it's swinging a golf club or coming here to work out or whatever. I'm on my feet for 12 hours a day. And so it's through that that I just burn so much and I just kind of need to pay attention to what I eat and more so make sure I have enough. So do you have like a set number of calories you try to get a day? Uh, it 
depends, but typically if I'm eating around 3,000 or 3,500, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm not losing too much weight. And how do you distribute that throughout the day? Through what you would call five or six meals or, or something like that, yeah. whether one of them is some sort of shake or, or something like that. But just kind of if I need, I, I try to make sure I get something every two or three hours. And then do you do a certain amount of protein, like percentage-wise, fat, carbs, or is it we we've tinkered with it. Um, first, we started out with super high carbohydrate numbers, um, and now we've kind of brought those down and whatever. I'm kind of more on the zone, which is yeah, 30, 30, 40, or, or whatever. 30, 40, 30, 30% protein, 40% carb, 30% fat. When I'm tracking, it's pretty close to that. Um, the big deal for me is how much I travel, and it's being on the road that is been the real challenge when I'm home it's great we cook a lot of food on Sunday we kind of meal prep and we kind of eat throughout the week um, lots of rice lots of sweet potatoes lots of chicken lots of you know kind of whatever good stuff but the hard part is the road and getting good meals on the road because it's it's hotel life it's like that's been the really hard part to kind of work through and figure out and so we've been kind of trying different stuff we just got me a, a nice Yeti cooler so that I could maybe prepare some stuff at home and bring it with me and, and try to do it that way. Um, so that's that's the hard part and that's the, the part we're really trying to figure out. So like if you were to go out and play 18 holes of golf, what would that look like nutritionally? Would you eat before? Would you eat during and after? Or do you take shakes? Do you um, have bars? What do you usually do? Yeah, so let's say it's a, a morning tournament round or something like that. So let's say I tee off around eight o'clock. Uh, try to get up at minimum two, two and a half hours before my tee time, even if I'm staying at the golf course or something like that. Just get up, get moving, get awake. Uh, not a coffee guy, so it might take me just a little bit longer to kind of wake up. But I'll get kind of get going, eat a really good breakfast, um, which is always dependent on where I am. Some, some cities that I go to have great options. I can get a whole bunch of Chipotle or something. Some cities don't have such great options, so I gotta get taquitos or something like that, or hotel breakfast or whatever. But in general, try to get something something egg and protein-based, something with eggs, something with meat, something, something kind of like that. Try to get enough food um, anywhere from 600 to 1,000 calories just to kind of get going. And then uh, through the course of the round, I'll try to have a protein shake. I'll try to have two of those RX bars uh, and then if I can have something fruit or nut based or whatever, some sort of bag and bag of almonds or some other sort of small fruit, maybe some berries or something like that. But just in general, trying to keep eating throughout the course of the round. So that way over the course of those four or five hours, I'm not running too dry yeah. or whatever. And so, then uh, do you ever, you play two rounds in a day sometimes? Sometimes. Not, not as real often. often. It just depends that's typically only if the weather gets bad and we kind of get screwed up and we got to adjust. But yeah. overall, it's typically one round a day. So I'll be up practicing from seven till tea time at eight and then I'll play till one or whatever and then I'll practice another couple hours till about three and then I'll, if I'm full of energy, I'll go work out. If I'm not, I'll just go lay down. Do you swing like a golf club every day? Like, is that Close. practice every day? Close. Um, I try to take a day off a week more or less half a day off every week or something mm. like that just to spend more time with Jordan when she was traveling with me full time 
it didn't really matter. We just go to the golf course and hang out. But now that she's got more of a regular job, eight to five, try to spend my weekends with her a lot more. Yeah, but you're at the Monday through Friday. You're always Monday through Friday, pretty much always at the golf course. Definitely when she's at work, I'm pretty much at work. And then the weekends, I'll try to go out in the afternoon or something like that. So uh, CrossFit, let's talk a little bit about how that's overflowed into golf and just how you're training. Because I know you have like an Instagram, sometimes on Instagram, you're doing all kinds of stuff up here and showing it on your Instagram page. And I definitely want to let people know that if they want to follow you on Instagram, what's your Instagram? MW Golf Fitness. M- easy. That's easy. Yeah. MW Golf Fitness. Uh <laughs> Because you do showcase some stuff, right? Creative stuff that you do. And, and so I know there's a lot of golf, golf people that probably are always looking for ideas on impacting their game. Um, but tell me this, because you were prior to CrossFit, you were kind of skeptical about CrossFit. Right. Now, I mean, you're up here every day. You're doing do all the, the work. Reg- do yeah. the regular wads. I do some golf stuff, like yeah. you said. But mostly just do CrossFit just because I love it. Yeah. So um, tell me how that... Um, I mean, does it, how does that impact golf? Like, is it a, just the basic, we follow basic CrossFit programming here. Yeah. And, and that obviously supports your sport, you know. It's not going to be TPI because that's more specific. And, and CrossFit, even in their uh, level one, and as they talk about, uh, they're not a sport-specific program. They're very broad, general, and all-inclusive. In other words, we're not going to basically get you better at golf. We're not going to get you better at soccer. We're not going to get you better at basketball. But we are going to increase your general physical preparedness, your GPP. And ultimately, in most cases, by increasing that GPP, you're going to become better at golf, soccer, you know, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So I I definitely do do some specific golf stuff. Um, For those of you that are up here at random times, like I'll come up with chains or different weighted clubs or whatever like I try to do some golf specific stuff because it's not a very specific thing um, but overall the, the the general aspect of it has been part of what I've really enjoyed through it uh, I've never seen anything better as far as just getting generally fit just being able to run better being able to jump higher being able to move better do more pull-ups do more weightlifting whatever it might be and that's the part that I've really kind of enjoyed. I've always done something specific. I've always done training for baseball or training for basketball or training for swimming or whatever it might be. And so just the general fitness of it has been the part that I've enjoyed the most and it's kind of become my hobby. And most people have golf as a hobby. I get to do other stuff for hobbies. And so the fitness, just the general fitness part of it has been the part that I've kind of fallen in love with. Um, so, and there's a couple things that I have to be a little bit careful of anytime there's a weight over my head, kind of an overhead position, I'm a little bit more careful just cause I don't want to do something to my shoulders or to my wrists or something, a, a few body joints that I have to just watch out for just a little bit, but that's the deal with good coaching, good coaching and good positions, like safely, safely, safely yeah. living. So that back injury in 2014 was before CrossFit, mm-hmm. and what would, what would it, was what caused that? Squatting with bad form. Mm. Yeah, I'd gotten into fitness, and I was like, oh cool, like I've ne- I'd never really been injured my whole sports career, and I was like, cool, like I'll just go do some weightlifting or whatever. And so I was lifting without my TPI guy for one of the few times that I was doing it, 
had bad form and something in the lower back just went pop and I was out for a long time. Yeah, for I mean anybody injury is not good, but for you especially <laughs> can't do anything. Yeah, you can't, I mean can't that's go your play career. Golf, can't if go you signed money. up for tournaments and exactly. I sat on the couch and um, ran through all of Netflix. <laughs> so, but uh, that and that was when um, Jordan and I we go, "All right, we have to figure out how to lift. Fitness was always going to be a part of our lives, but we have to figure out how to do it properly. We have to figure out how to do it effectively." and injury free as much as we possibly can. And that kind of led her to CrossFit because CrossFit does a really good job of going, this is how a movement should be done. This is how you should, um, these are the positions you should hit. These are the ways to safely and effectively lift weight. Yeah. So that's how no, we kind of ended up here. That's awesome to highlight that because I think sometimes there is this, uh, I would say misunderstanding people have sometimes with CrossFit is that you know all it is is, Heavyweight Olympic lifts and but absolutely not. We found we found that it was the the um, the the category in the fitness industry that was doing the best job of preaching safely and effectively lifting weight. That's awesome. So, what motivates you? It sounds like you've been competitive since you were two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like you've uh, been an athlete your whole life, but. Like when you're in the middle of that workout, so let's just say this workout you just did. Um, so your mile, your fastest mile time is like sub five, sub five, and then today we had those kind of that interval where it's mile three quarter half and four hundred. You're on that twelve hundred, or you're on that eight hundred, or even the hardest, probably the shortest. And what makes you push so hard? Um, part of it would just be training, um, having throughout the years just kind of learn to kind of keep going whenever it hurts or whenever whenever a golf round is going bad training to kind of dig in and just keep going like part of it's just discipline um but part of it is i just love to compete i love i love the competition aspect of of the wadify or whatever it's kind of you get to look at the board and you get to try to beat tj who doesn't (laughs) want to try to beat tj um and so part of it is just loving competition and I, I've always competed. I love competing. Doesn't even really matter in what. I just love competing and not even necessarily winning. I do like winning, but I just love competing even more than that. And so the ability to show up and run against people or lift weights against people or do things against every other person in the gym, kind of on an equal scale, on an equal playing field, is so fun. And to try to do your best and have them try to do their best and then just push everybody to be better is something I love. So what are some of the big things right now? Because you have ring muscle-ups, bar muscle-ups, right? Mm-hmm. Double unders. Yeah. I mean, what is on your, we'll call it like your CrossFit goal list? <laughs> like what can you, what are you trying to get better at in CrossFit? Um, strength for golf if yeah. I get stronger I'll be better at golf and so putting on a little weight and mostly just putting on some strength is kind of the thing that I would like to do more than others um, I, I can't really think I don't have a strict handstand push-up I would really like to do a, a strict handstand push-up but overall I kind of got most of the movements um, and so I would just like to be able to do more of those the double unders. I'd like to do more double unders. I'd yeah. like to be able to do more muscle ups or more, you know, whatever. How did you do in the open this year? Good. Um, I don't remember my my placing, but I did significantly better than last year. 
Um, awesome. And I, I, last year was kind of the beginning of CrossFit for us. And so the open last year was like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of where I'm at and definitely have improved a lot over the past year. Yeah. So. The, um, the, the, I, I guess the next transitioning to kind of closing questions would be, so you've touched on this a little bit with, with golf and, um, it being something that helps you in your sport, but going towards this podcast is titled building better people. And, you know, Jordan being a part of the coaching staff, uh, and you obviously being her husband know the importance that we place on just helping people become better versions of themselves through working out. And it, it's a little bit different case by case. So each person that's come on the podcast kind of has a different way that maybe that statement speaks towards them. So how does working out help you become a better version of you? How does working out help me become a better version of me? Um, I have way more energy. The During my back injury time and the other couple times in my life where I wasn't quite as active, felt a lot more lethargic. Um, lot more complacent a lot more just down um, so being active to me and really whether it's CrossFit or, or something else you just love to do whether it's hiking or biking or water sports or something just being active to me makes me a better person um, gives me more energy if I get out and enjoy God's creation, whether it's running up and down Ponderosa or whether it's swimming in a lake or whatever it might be, I feel that we were made to move. We were made to do things. We were made to get out and be active. And CrossFit is one of the ways to help yourself maximize your activity levels to me. Yeah. So I, I just love being active and being outside and I couldn't recommend doing that anymore. Yeah. So what are in 2017 and looking forward in your golf career, like what are your goals with that? I mean, that's a pretty, um, you're 29, mm -hmm. you said. So uh, how many more years do you have in the sport or is it something you play for, you know, the rest of your life? I mean, what does that look like? Yeah, there's a, a champions tour, a senior tour, and guys will play till they're 65, 70. So um, I don't have a timeline on it. For me right now, I, I love to do it and it's fun and it's what I feel like my task is, uh, the task that's been given to me. And so I, I do it and I try to do it as well as I possibly can. Um, and so there's no there's no timeline, there's no end date, there's no nothing, there's nothing on the horizon that makes me go, ah, that might be the end of it right now. Uh, and I feel like fitness will only make that timeline move further. It'll, it'll allow me to be more active later in life. And so I wanna do it for as long as I can. I wanna do it as well as I can. Um, and just kinda of ride the train really until it would be time to get off the train. Yeah, so if guys or you know anybody listening would love to play a round of golf with you know, <laughs> MW <laughs> Golf Fitness, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what do they do? Like how, do, how do can they, I mean, are you, do you play, like is it, like, hey, man, Thursday or, you know, I know that y'all were going to play in a, a scramble. On, mm -hmm. It got rained out. Rained out. Um, but I remember you had said, hey, I'm looking for three guys or something like that. So if somebody wants to play golf with you, what do they do? Just ask me. Yeah. I'm at the golf course every day. Uh, I play the campus course most of the time. Um, 
which is a it's a public course for anybody to come play and I love playing with new people. I love meeting new people. I love sharing one of my passions with them, that being golf. And so golf is such a cool sport because you don't all have to be the same level. You could shoot 100 and I could shoot 70 and we could have a great time together. So you would have a good We all would have a great time. <laughs> that so That's the best part. Um, and it's very much like scaling a workout. Like it's whatever, it's against your own ability. So if anybody wants to, just find me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I'm here at the gym every day. I'm at the golf course every day. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.